Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we are reading the Bible in one year, and we're getting so close to the end of the New Testament, yes. Um, and today we are covering Second Peter 1, so we're just starting the new um, letter from Peter, and we're also covering Job 7 and 8, so we know Job is still going through some trouble. But in First Peter... Um, it's Peter who's speaking to the same people that he did in the first letter. So they were Christians who were kind of kind of scattered all over the place. Probably a little different, little churches scattered all over the places. Churches meaning groups of people, body of people who were um, Christ followers. And this was in the area around Asia Minor, which is now present-day Turkey. Um, so where was Peter at the time? Like, why did he send the letter? I don't know. Maybe he was in in Rome. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, so what are we looking for in Second Peter? We're looking for how to live in this current day with being alert to false prophets. I mean, there's lots of other great suggestions in how to live, but how to, like, build up your own character so that you can discern um, people's words so that you can understand the prophetic, so you can understand false teachings, basically growing in wisdom and character. So as we move on to chapter one, or start with chapter one, um, I'm going to read, um, let's see, I'll just start verse three. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises so that though no so that through them you may be you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption of the world caused by evil desires for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith so you have faith right but you're going to add goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. So just to summarize, you have faith. Now you want to add goodness, and you want to add knowledge, and you want to add self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love. For if you possess, possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. So I like that part where it's increasing in measure. So when you get saved by faith, it's not like you're just plopped with all these things but they will increase with measure by, to the degree that you surrender your days to God, you talk to God, you're in prayer, you're in the Bible, you're fellowshipping with the people, and, and you're listening to God's voice, and you're quieting the distractions so that God can speak, um, which is great because at the end of chapter 1, it also talks about how, how prophets how God speaks through the prophets. And it's not like he's telling them, 
well, maybe he does, but it's not like verbatim word for word, but it's implanting the spirit speaks into them and then they write it out. That's how the prophets wrote out. Um, Yeah, and so you were able to see some of their character, some of their personality in their writing, even though the message was from God. Um, Let's see. Okay, moving down to verse. Oh, Peter is just talking about how he was an eyewitness to the majesty of Jesus Christ. So more more than anyone, Peter could say, look, I'm telling you what I saw. I'm telling you the truth. This is, and even heard, not only did I see, but I heard, I heard God say, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. We ourselves treated this voice. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him in the sacred mountain. So he's proving what he's about to say. So that was first Peter. First Peter, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Second Peter chapter one. It's not a very long chapter. So then we're moving on to Job seven and eight. Job seven. Oh yes. Job is replying. You got to read the way Job speaks. It's well, I think you got to read the whole thing anyway, because it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. You'll feel a lot of different things. If only my anguish could be weighed. Um, oh, no, I'm on seven. That's his, that was the other one. Okay. Do not mortals have hard service on earth? Are not their days like those of hired laborers, like a slave longing for evening shadows and a hired laborers waiting for to be paid? He's talking about the anguish. You can hear the anguish in his writing. So I have been allotted months of futility and nights of misery have been my assigned to me. When I lie down, I think how long before I get up. The night drags on and I toss and I turn until dawn. My body is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin is broken and festering. My days are swift, swifter than a weaver's shuttle. And they come to an end without hope. Remember, O oh God, that my life is but a breath. My eyes will never see happiness again. The eyes that now see me, see me, will see me no longer. You will look for me, but I will not. I will be no more. As a cloud vanishes and, and is gone, so one who goes down to the grave does not return. He will never come to his house again. His place will know him no more. So he goes on and on. It's so painful. Again, I don't know when he's talking to God and I don't know when he's talking to his friend. It's like he kind of goes back and forth line by line. If I have sinned, what have I done to you? This is the end of that chapter. You who see everything we do, why have you made me your, your target? Have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? For I will soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me but I will be no more. So that's where he ends in chapter seven. Then in chapter eight, he has another friend who replies. His name is Bildad. Then Bildad, the Shuthite, replied, how long will you say such things? 
Your words are a blistering wind. Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? When your children sinned against him, he gave them over to the penalty of their sin. But if you seek God earnestly and plead with the Almighty, if you are pure and upright, even now he will rise him, rouse himself on your behalf and restore you to your prosperous state. Your beginnings will seem humble, so prosperous will your future be. So it sounds like he's encouraging well, kind of, but they're humans. They're doing the best that they can. Quite brave. Speaking truth is always scary. And sometimes it comes out wrong. Sometimes you miss the mark. And then sometimes it's easier to just to don't say anything at all. But how helpful is that? Or just stay away. But how helpful is that? It doesn't bring any resolution. It doesn't bring any healing. It doesn't help the friend who's suffering. But some people believe it does. Some people believe time will heal. I don't know. Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Surely God does not... I'm, I'm at the bottom of chapter 8. Surely God does not reject one who is blameless or strengthen the hands of evildoers. He, he will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with the shouts of joy. Your enemies will be clothed in shame and, he tents, and the tents of the wicked will be no more. So this friend is trying to encourage him to the best that he can. Okay, that was Job 7 and 8, and I'm not going to even go to 9 till the next episode, but Job will reply. It's always great when he replies. It's, it's just great because he's passionate and he's colorful, and and because we know that Job didn't do anything wrong, because we know the beginning of the story. We know that Satan went and said, Job only worships you because you give him all these things. God said, that's not true. Go ahead. Find out if my servant Job is faithful. So that's why Satan did all these things. But God said, but don't kill him. (laughs) I don't know. You can have an opinion about that too. Okay, my friends, this was Job 7 and 8 and 2 Peter 1. Go back and read. See what you think. Have a great day.